Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Beast Machines podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm still on strike. Terminate! Obliterate! I'm David. Yes, and today, uh, we, in our constant, uh, in our, you know, con- I don't know why I was going with that, uh, we are going... Alright, your constant scrubs have got me to cross the picket line. Alright then. <laughs> we can't do this without you. You scab. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we are we are going episode by episode through Beast Machines, and we have arrived at Spark War Part One: The Strike. We are to the final seven episodes of the season, the final disc of the box set. Ooh yeah, oh, man! And it it really since last episode has started picking up, oh, which yes. again is is sad because we don't have many episodes for it to be picked up. Yeah. But at least we have what we have is good. It's good. It's good stuff. This first aired March 22nd, 2000, and was written by Brooks Wachtel. This is his only episode of Transformers, and his IMDb page is just a litany of forgotten 90s cartoons. Got, uh, oh, got Wildcats, Darkstalkers, <gasps> Ooh. Spiral Zone. Spiral Zone. Oh, man. Oh. Spiral Zone. Oh, wait. Spiral Zone is 80s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Still. BAD, Bureau of Alien Detectors. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That was one of uh, that was on UPN, whose cartoons were so bad they were on Sunday mornings instead of Saturdays. Yes, mm. I, which I only ever watched because they eventually picked up Exo Squad. Um. Well, he also wrote for Exo Squad. Okay, so he has some good. Quotes. Did he? Uh, yeah, four episodes of Exo Squad. Oh, oh I loved Exo Squad. Did he write for the primetime UPN Dilbert cartoon? No, he uh-huh. did not. <laughs> Good. Uh, Good. But he'd write for the Legend of Prince Valiant, which I've never heard of. What? Ooh, I like, remember that being like in syndication. Fourteen episodes of it. I I was in a a major city market at the time, and we had two different stations that would show syndicated cartoons. So we got Ooh. pretty much all the syndicated cartoons in the nineties. Oh, and three episodes of Dino Saucers. <laughs> Yay, Dino Saucers. <laughs> But anyway, he also wrote this episode, and it is a good one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I agree with that. So we open with, it's it's Maximal's V1 Viacon. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Thrust. So and yeah, his, 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 his cycle drones just get totally destroyed. This is really just the uh, Harlem Maximals versus the Washington Viacon General. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Then when they beat him, they just mock him and let him go. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. all know he's Waspader now, so uh, yeah, I they've. It's true. Yeah. Oh, th- there's also His some place like, in the social order has been established. There's also some like weird frame rate issues at the beginning. Well, I guess there might be a few others later, but like th- there was just odd things like. High frame Silver rate Bolt's transformation in particular, yeah. I noticed having a frame rate issue. It looked that really weird. weird. And, and some of the Viacons look kind of low res. Mm. 
I wonder how close they were doing final renders to actually having to air stuff. Yeah, I can see this being... Because they aired Season 1 and Season 2 very close together, so I can imagine this being kind of a rush. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So yeah, Thrust even ends up getting like hit with his own guy's corpses. It's embarrassing. <laughs> oh, it's not just... It's I not am just, embarrassed for him. It's not just cycle drone corpses. Somehow there's a jet storm corpse in there, too. But there were no... Were, were there any... Jet drones at the beginning? I don't remember seeing. I didn't any. see any, but maybe he picked it up before the end, like before yeah. we st- before we cut in, because we kind of get in in media res. Yeah, it, it was just yeah. odd so, to see. Uh, so him. they know that you know he was complaining about his the loss of Jetstorm. He was yelling at Silverbolt, and then there was Silver or Jetstorm corpse. Yeah, so they were apparently doing this just to get Viacon parts. So they just haul these back to their base. That's kind of dark. I love the <laughs> makeshift, like, wheelbarrow thing they'd constructed out of it. Yes. It is great. <laughs> and it it is, I'd like to see more of that, of them just repurposing Viacon bits. It, they should be using, like, a cycled drone's head as a watering spigot at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, you know, a tractor made from a tank drone? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she and... Uh, Apparently these cycle drone parts are for Botanica because she is attempting to uh, unlock the secrets of the organic core. Or, to put it another way, unlock the secrets of the ooze. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to call David Warner. Yes. Oh, yeah, and... Aw, needs more David Warner. And when Rat Trap is coming into their hideout, he says, Honey, I'm home! So are they dating already and they're just not going into it yet on the show? No, I think that's just him being... Being rat yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, Fair if enough. they have Monopoly, they probably also have I Love Lucy. <laughs> yes. I suppose. They probably have a better appreciation for it, given Lucille Ball's contribution to uh, radio frequency encryption. This is true. And also televised science fiction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because her studio produced Star Trek. That's right, Desilu. And also, uh, speaking of people who aren't in love yet, or aren't anymore, uh, Black Rackney is trying to thank uh, Silverbolt for help for helping her out in the fight, and he's just, you shouldn't have lost focus. <laughs> Cheetor calls him out on it, man. Cheetor. Yeah. It's not good when Cheetor's calling you out on these things. Period. <laughs> <laughs> he stopped doing that, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> We've kind of settled into the Cheetor's final characterization, which is the most rational guy there, which is terrifying. Yeah, I, it is. Can we find a different way to phrase that? Because rational guy has a different connotation these days than it did a while back. Uh, that's a, uh, <laughs> he's the most sensible guy. Okay, yeah, that works. Then. Reasonable guy, maybe. Yeah, reasonable guy. He, he has developed common sense, and everybody else seems to have lost any. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in the uh, in, in the in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. <laughs> and yeah, uh, Botanica is not was not involved in this fight because she is she's a she's a bit of a pacifist, despite going all kill crazy in the last two minutes of uh, last week's episode. Yeah, well, that that kind of makes sense. Like she that was a re- immediate reaction to violence to defend. 
herself and the people around her, and she's not happy that she obliterated everybody, all the tanks. Admittedly, they were sparkless, but that could shock a person. But, yeah, she's a pacifist in tending the garden, and and just some of the dialogue she has, like, particularly with Primal, it's like, she's treated kind of like a housewife in this episode, which is a little weird. See, I... I don't mind it so much because, yes, she's she's the female pacifist character, but it's also because she's busy taking part in a STEM profession. Yes. So <laughs> it's it's because she's there being the scientist, which and, and yeah, if you look at it as that rather than she's the one tending the garden, I mean, she's actually doing science. Yeah. So right. I mean, you I, see her doing I like stuff with a circuit that. board. Yeah. yeah. She she got her Raspberry Pi. She's setting up so you can I don't know do some weird USB stuff. Yeah, it's, setting up a smart it, house. And it's also at this point that uh, Chudor reminds us that he was a scientist, which I always forget because it's crazy. <laughs> yes, we he he was an intern. <laughs> he was the freshman undergrad intern. Uh, Poor he, guy. He majored in communications, and he hoped he wouldn't have to do this. <laughs> But he needed a science credit, and uh, Rhinox was taking on interns. Yeah. And, but, you know, Optimus says, you know, it's okay, she can stay behind, because, you know, there are six of us, and there's only one Viacon, and as we've all seen, he sucks now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, back on the uh, back on the giant floating head, Megatron is all, thrust, you suck now. <laughs> and he just throws him, he just knocks him yeah. around. I mean, to be fair, Thrust has always been the third wheel out of the original three Vehicon Gems. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's the most he's the most low key of the three. He's not making jokes, and he's not, you know, like the Hulk. So yeah, he was just kind of the cool dude. Yeah. And now he's <laughs> the only dude. He, he was the cool dude, but like, he was never the driving impetus behind any of the fighting counters until he was the only one left, either. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was all of his like, oh no, they were fighting Jetstorm, but now Thrust is there too. Or they were fighting Tankor, but now Thrust is there too. He was, he was backup. <laughs> he, he doesn't get a big flashy entrance. He just gets uh, Jim Ross reacting in surprise as he enters the ring. <laughs> By God, that's Thrust's music. <laughs> I don't get wrestling things. And it, it is Thrust here who reminds, you know, hey, I'm the I'm still with you. The other guys uh, turned against you. Maybe you shouldn't have used former Maximals on their team as the other two guys. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't have used their literal friends. And Megatron, I guess, takes this to heart. Hmm. So, back at, the, uh, back at the Maximal Orchard, Night Scream is trying to get Silverbolt to be less of a jerk, which is amazing, because Night Scream. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's he's just such a jerk that like everyone else has united against him. But he says that you know until the threat of Megatron is quelled, love is a luxury I cannot afford. Oh well, sure. Good and job. the Night Scream calls him out for using the word quell, <laughs> <laughs> which I got an actual laugh from that. So good job, Night Scream. Yeah. I, I do like that at least the script recognizes that Silverbolt is being ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he he flies off. Night Scream follows him. Primal has a 
spark vision of Megatron doing something to two sparks. Ooh. And he, he puts them into two new vehicons. One is a helicopter guy, and one is a purple tank person who we soon realize is a lady. You could Yay! say she's a tank girl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she is a brick house. She's mighty, mighty. Yes. yes. But yes. wait, is it a She's tank? She's probably the most successful tank girl of the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Aww, <laughs> come on. Uh, I guess the comic did okay, but... I mean, uh, Obsidian, better boyfriend than Ice Cube as a kangaroo. Or wait, is Ice T in that? I can't remember which one's in that movie. Oh, it, it's... <laughs> one of the Ice... No, it, it's the one that's on the Law and Order now, I think. Okay, so that's Ice T then. Yeah. He's a kangaroo is the is the important thing. Yes. Yes. Anyway, so yeah, they, they come out and the thrust gives them, you know, the pep talk. This is how things work around here. And it it's it's hilarious. Aw, it's so sad. Oh, it's so cute. it's Waspinator being Waspinator again without quite being actually Waspinator. These guys are animals. You gotta and then they and then Stryker just smacks him. <laughs> I think for reference we might as well say Black helicopter guy is Obsidian. Uh, purple six-wheeled assault vehicle is Stryka. Yes. We don't get their names till later, but they don't mean anything to us, so it's not really a spoiler. No. Yeah. yeah it's not like we've heard of them before. No. It's not like we've heard of them before. No. So, yeah, they... Uh, Night Scream is trying to get uh, Silverbolt to, uh, you know, lighten up and... Then he gets shot, and Silverbolt is glad we've had this talk. <laughs> but he has to save him, and it's the new generals, who are, as it turns out, super dumb. Like, even Tankor had more of a vocabulary than these two. The helicopter guy just says, obliterate, and the female one just says, terminate. Which is kind of, well, I don't know, I kind of like, there may be unintended alliteration there, like, she's a tank saying terminate, He's sort of like an osprey saying obliterate. Ooh, that's a good one. Because he's got huh. double rotors. Anyway, yeah. that... And a voicing obsidian is Paul Dobson, who was also Tankor. Yay! And he's kind of doing a similar voice here. At first, yeah. Yes, at first. Um, at first. And Stryka is Patricia Drake, who is also in a bunch of Vancouver stuff, but nothing super prominent. And possibly a pony. I just assume uh, I'm, all female I'm voice actors. Yes, she is apparently Ms. Peachbottom on uh, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. I see, I and, see. And okay. an anime I've been meaning to get around to watching, and I really, really should now that I know she's in it. Uh, what's that one? Uh, Black Lagoon. She's Balalaika. A Russian chain-smoking uh, assassin. Well, not really assassin. Uh, Does this involve the creature from the Black Lagoon at all? No, they're hired mercenaries. Okay, so they're like black water. Yeah. They're just called Black Lagoon, which uh, is kind of confusing. I mean, you know, I, I hear Black Lagoon, I'm hoping for a Gill Man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think there's a Gill Man in the show. Oh, After wow. watching some recent video game streams, I don't hope for Gill Man anywhere. <laughs> I don't think I want to know. Have you heard of the... Uh, Dreamcast voice-controlled video game Seaman. That sounds vaguely familiar. Wasn't wasn't right. Christine Love who was streaming that? I mean, keep me in to watch that. Yes, yes, she has been streaming that with uh, the 
Uh, I trying to remember the name of the person who runs Spooky Squid Games, but they've been doing a weekly stream together. That, yeah, he's made that other he's games. He's streaming that among other games. Uh, he made They Bleed Pixels. Okay, yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah, and they've archived the thing. So, hey, a plug for something that's not us. Go watch their Twitch stream. That's right. Christine Love, she's good people. Yes. Yeah. Just put out a game recently. Go buy it. Oh, that's me. right. If you're 18 and up. Yes. <laughs> Or, yeah. or 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 a big prude like myself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they Night Scream calls in. You know, we got a problem here because they're you know these guys are dumb and single minded. They've got a ton of firepower and a ton of extra drones. Yeah, yeah. Well, not no no not yet not yet. Not it's yet? just the two of them. Okay. Looks like there's a new sheriff in town. Make that too. <laughs> yes. So uh, you know they, they're going to go and. It's Shooter wants this to be an all hands on deck situation, but Primal says, you know, it Botanica's fine. We can handle these whatever this is. And yeah, they they get in there they get they get up there and things get handled pretty quickly. Uh, we get a little uh, little Cheetor pickup line here. In which he asks Stryka if she comes here often. Oh I didn't notice that. Uh, Cheetor. Why? Why you gotta gender the tank? You don't even know her yet. So yeah, they they figure this is well. I mean, she's she's saying one word, and it's clearly a lady. And also, I guess she is purple. Okay. Then again, then again, Silverbolt's also purple. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe a Cybertronian can tell somebody's female just by looking at their vehicle mode. <laughs> I guess. Huh. No, I don't know. Anyway, so they figure, okay, so this is what those what was up with those two sparks. So we've got to got to free these people. But you know they're they're wondering you know what's what's going on here because clearly these are Megatron's crummiest vehicons yet <laughs> because not only do they uh, are they super dumb they also retreat what so the Maximals just, are just chasing these two around. Like I said they do have really really cool looking transformation sequences and something kind yes. of sending from a big floating head BFH from last episode. Yes, they get very mechanical-looking transformations, and they are super cool, and I wish Obsidian had a bigger toy. Yeah. He, he's a... Well, he's kind of small. I mean, it's I mean, it's fine. I just... There was the club toy was that was, was a repurpose green. of, um, or redeco of something. Oh that, oh, that World War II plane thing with the two propellers, I think. Yeah. Which was, which was I think, from the, uh... For, uh... Dark of the Moon line. Yeah, it was one of the non-movie guys. It was fine. I mean, you never know. We, you never know what Hasbro's going to throw at us. We might get a new one at some point. We better. It is a cool design. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, Botanica is, uh, you know, doing something with a circuit board and the organic goo, and then suddenly that goo starts talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this just goes back to my assertion that, that Optimus is just running a, a pot-growing facility. <laughs> or, I well, guess, shrooms, uh, in this case. Or that, or she started playing some, uh, Your love is lifting me high. <laughs> uh, the Ghostbusters slept with the ooze. I don't think the ooze ever actually officially talked to them. They talked to shit. <laughs> So yeah, she she's having visions of sparks, and back topside, 
The Maximals have cornered the Viacons. They've got their backs to the wall. And almost and realizes then, the trap before it springs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rat trap a couple of times is all, this is maybe too easy. And everybody else is all, eh. No, it's just easy enough. That's fine. They're, they sound dumb. Shrug emoji. <laughs> Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Although they do actually rationalize it by why they make them so dumb. Well, obviously they're easier to control, which does make sense because two of the previous drones had had control issues. Yeah. In fact, all of them have. Yeah. I mean, Tankor totally turned against him. Uh, Silverbolt ended up involuntarily turning against them. And even Waspinator was saving Black Rachne a bunch of the time. Because <laughs> it was cool. But then the trap is sprung, and there are hundreds of drones. Oh, yeah. New drones! And the Viacons transform <gasps> and speak in sentences. Yay! Very <laughs> good sentences. Yes. Although he took his name from a great leader, Optimus Primal never learned the first rule of warfare. Never underestimate your opponent. Yay! Oh, Obsidian. Oh and, and oh, and he's got that cool sort of mid-Atlantic accent where he's sort of British and sort of not. Yeah, they're, they're, yes. he's a Kennedy. They're smug and yes. conniving and deceitful and smart and almost British villains. Almost. Yes, and I likewise for Striker. chose them. He chose them it's... to be accent buddies. <laughs> 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 yes. And I think it's also here that we should maybe mention that Stryka is maybe the most revolutionary female design in Transformers history up to this point. Yeah. Because so yeah. far, literally every female Transformer we had seen had been, you know, slim, generous bust line, usually high heels. Yeah, even in the case where they had originally just been like a redeco of a male toy, still yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. when they get an animation model... See also Minerva and Black Rachnia. And even uh, Air Razor a little. Yeah. And she was a little more boyish, but she was still... Whereas uh, Stryka is just built like a linebacker. (laughs) Yes. Big, long spindly legs, but big gorilla upper torso and a genderless face, like all the Viacons. It's just a moving mouth plate. Oh, it's such a great... They're both... Probably my favorite designs in all the Beast Wars saga and Beast Machines. And they are sl- they're slightly more humanoid than uh, the rest of the Viacons. They're slightly less inhuman looking, I uh, guess, than the rest of the Viacons. Well, not counting the fact that Obsidian doesn't have legs, yes. Well, I mean, I meant face-wise. Uh, kind of. Obsidian actually has a flappy, muppety mouth. Yes. And, I mean, Stryker just sort of has the, like, voice box, but she does have individual eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, these two are. So yeah, the, the Maximals are just. Yeah, they're just totally cornered. They're they're on the run, and the uh, the Viacons anticipate every move they've made. <laughs> Strike is even just like, you really thought we were that dumb? I can't <laughs> believe that worked. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, every turn they're they're coming out of the sewers. They're everywhere. Um, and meanwhile, Botanica is being subject is being subjected to, to Night Scream's flashbacks. <laughs> While well, she's oh, investigating no, the secret yeah. of the ooze, Obsidian and Stryka are coming out of the ooze. It was the same. It was that exact same footage again. Yeah, of yeah. The, for the third the time. Out. You know how last episode I complimented how much effort they were putting into some of the stuff. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just give the people who worked on the last episode that compliment again, and <sighs> just kind of like passive aggressively carbon copy these comments to the people who did this episode. <laughs> uh, Botanica previously on Beast Machines. <laughs> Pretty much. Which I mean, I guess maybe the Maximals haven't had a chance to tell her exactly what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Maybe so, she'll uh, be excited not. to see Soundwave protecting his cassettes. <laughs> Mama, Soundwave's Aww. back! Baby <laughs> um, excuse me, Oracle, what, what's the deal with that red Soundwave? Is that Blaster? <laughs> <laughs> it, almost, uh. it almost feels like the planet is going, hey, it's great that you're a pacifist, but this is a genre show to salt boys. <laughs> kind of. Yes. Listen, G.I. Joe can get away with having a pacifist medic, but they've got a lot more figures. <laughs> Although technically you don't have one, so still though, if we decide Not to make even one, like they have to sell her. All the same though, we we animated that robot mode for you, and goddamn it, you're going to use it. Rarely. So yeah, they can't even hide in the sewer, so they decide to fall back to the citadel, which is built like a fortress, and I guess nobody's using it. Also, yeah. a citadel is literally a kind of fortress. Also that. Yeah. And uh, Botanica is learning all this because she's observing via plantoscope. Oh, yeah, that was neat. Little spy flowers. That was neat. It's got like a camera lens in the uh, in the center of it. So it's a neat techno-organic yeah. look. Okay, so, yeah, they... Got... Oh, Cut this ahead. out, maybe, but you guys mentioning that the Citadel is a literal fortress <laughs> just made me think of the biggest missed opportunity of perhaps the entire series. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What's that? Actually going... This citadel is a literal fortress. In fact, it's Fortress Maximus. Oh! I mean, that would be cool, but we're we're not uh, we're not paying for that thing to transform. No, but no. it would have been uh, neat if, like, like they had a reference that that like they a base they had was in the corpse of a like Fortress Maximus or Metroplex or something. Well, that's just creepy. Yes, but that's kind of the just run through this giant dead body. Yeah, this is an IDW here. <laughs> True. Let's oh. see, so yeah, they're, they're in there, and then Optus Primal suddenly realizes that they've been herded in there. No, duh. Did, uh, Primal is, like, so <laughs> such an idiot this episode. I, I mean, admittedly, yeah, it's, it's like two cell toys of the new bad guys. They're smarter than the good guys, but really, you can't. You guys are kind yourself. of stupid to the extent that... The, they kind of undercut the claim that these are master strategists they're dealing with. Kinda. I suppose there's that. <laughs> and uh, he soon realizes what master strategists, because uh, Obsidian comes onto the uh, you get one of those floating uh, windows with the uh, floating view screens, and he invites them to surrender. Oh yeah, it's neat. Primal that, tries to. It's neat that they're sorry? using the monitors that Megatron is always using the little floaty mo- monitors. Yes. Yeah, it kind of reinforces the idea that they're trying to build in this episode that they do have agency and they are willingly on Megatron's side. Yes, because, yeah, Primal says, you know, hey, you know, Megatron's enslaved you, join us. And But no, I am as I always have been. <laughs> and Primal yep, realizes these two... they have not been enslaved. Yes. He was, built to dis- he was built to defend Cybertron, and Megatron is Cybertron. And to uh, betray Megatron is to invite death. And then I can actually say death on this show. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I suppose this was around when, like, Digimon was airing, too. So they were, I, I don't know, getting a little looser about the whole 
child endangerment, so maybe they were also getting a little looser about, you know, saying death. Oh no, Liam on flashback. No. <laughs> and yeah, this is at this point, uh, Primal realizes, or and they note that, or the they admit they are Obsidian and Stryka. Yes, were the two greatest generals in Cybertronian history. Dun dun dun. Sure. And also, uh, Stryka identify or Obsidian identifies Stryka as his consort. Yeah. That's an odd term for it, but okay. Which is great, because, you know, he's, like, littler than her. (laughs) So, (laughs) hey, I ship it. I mean, this is, I think, our first bad guy couple in Transformers. Yeah. Yes. I mean, unless you count G1 Megatron and Starscream. Well, yes. (laughs) Possibly our first and only bad guy couple, come to think of it. Have we had another one? I think in animated we had maybe technically briefly... Stryka and Lugnut, and then also we had uh, Breakdown and... Oh, right, right, oh, Breakdown, Breakdown and, and, and uh, yeah. Knockout. Yeah. Knockout. And Prime, yeah. yeah. And also, I mean, he uses the word consort because Obsidian is a classy guy. Yeah. I would say, yes, I, the greatest general in uh, Cybertron, hi- Cybertron history, and my con- and my girlfriend, Stryka. <laughs> yeah. My yes. side piece, Stryka. <laughs> My old lady, Stryka. <laughs> you could go classier, though, too. And my better half, Stryka. <laughs> better half? That's that's like how your like old suburban people identify themselves. Yeah, true. So yeah, they yeah bad guy couple, and they are both clearly capable generals. It's it's awesome. These yeah, two and, are great. And wait, yeah. and, and their logic, like they're. They're not being, like, there's no shell program on them, but from Megatron. What they're saying actually is true, which means, are they, are they fascists or not really communists? I guess so. I mean, whoever is in charge of Cybertron, they defend that person. Yeah. So I think they're nationalists, but they're not opposed to fascism. Yes. It's, it's a real my country right or wrong kind of thing. You know, they, they probably all got one of those don't tread on me flags. <laughs> No. And also, I'll also note here that uh, these two have their own late motif, which kind of sounds like a busted vacuum cleaner. <laughs> oh, I guess on the one hand, busted <laughs> vacuum cleaner. On the other hand, yay, new music. <laughs> well, yes. yes. <laughs> bump, bump, bump. It, it's cool. Uh, it is new music, and I mean, it, it sounds like a busted vacuum cleaner, but an ominous busted vacuum cleaner. <laughs> So, yeah, they are about to be... Uh, so a bunch of drones burst in. They're about to be super murdered. And uh, they are going to go down... The Apex Botanica. Yep. <laughs> By God, King. <laughs> yeah, she just tunnels up from the uh, ground like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just tosses up and lets loose with the bad plant puns. Oh, the puns. Why? Oh, Those may have done time... more damage than anything she actually did. Yeah. Oh, it's time yeah. to clear out the dead wood. Oh, and it's not just her rat trap makes one, too, I think. Oh, man, that's why those two hooked up. They both love bad puns. Yeah. Yeah, she says, time to clear out the dead wood. He says, well, that's going out on a limb, which doesn't even make any sense, rat trap. <laughs> He's flirting, I guess. 
flirting through bad puns, which yeah. admittedly I have engaged in myself. <laughs> At this point, it just kind of seems like that is like Plant Lady is Rat Trap's thing. That's the only explanation to how quickly he's jumped into flirting. <laughs> Maybe. I, I made a comment before about him and tentacles, man. He's just, oh. he likes that. He wants to yeah. be tied down. And he did oh my make God, those. It's my exact fetish. What do I do? <laughs> he did make those seed plant bombs earlier that in like a half a season ago or a whole season ago. Oh my God. Those were, that was only their secondary purpose. <laughs> oh, 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 I think you did make that joke when, when that happened. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Foreshadowing. And yeah, so she fires a bunch of seed bombs at these drones. They make, they scramble their targeting systems, and they just shoot all of each. They shoot each other. And meanwhile, striking obsidian are all. Oh, we 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 have insufficient data on this new maximal. Their data on her is vastly incomplete. Which strike a goddamn it that does not parse. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, dialogue. You can get away with that. Yeah, true. As it says in my editing handbook, that that grammatical incorrectness is acceptable in dialogue. <laughs> Still, not a good look for your two greatest generals of all time. I well, guess. no, but I mean, you know, it's 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 a random element. There, they've been yeah. stuck in a can for a while. Yeah, and they do the smart thing so, yeah, instead the of Maximals retreat. Instead of pressing on, they ret- the Viacons sort of retreat while the, the Maximals retreat first. But yes. And also, to retreat, Botanica doesn't even t- tunnel. She just kind of melts into the floor. Yeah, that yeah. was... Oh, my God, that was so weird. Lazy. Like she's Kitty Pride or something. <laughs> yeah. No, that was just lazy animating right there. I guess. Maybe she's actually converting herself into, like, micro-tendrils. But then, no, oh. because then when we see her later, she's just doing the Bugs Bunny thing and drilling through this ground. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Bits of this episode were a rush. Apologies, Pramel. I took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> uh, and she explains that she changed her mind because she had a crazy vision. Ah, oh, another one with visions. <laughs> I, I did like that Rat Trap is just not having this. Yeah. He's just done with this all, all this metaphysical garbage. Yeah. Damn it, now I have to consider whether or not that's a deal breaker. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can live with that. But, uh, yeah, and uh, the two generals report back to Megatron, and uh, they they are fully prepared for Megatron to just murder them for their failure, which makes me wonder if these guys were Decepticons. There's an I mean, interesting discussion possible. I think we need to have at the end of this episode. About yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. And Thrust is all, hey, yeah, you got to punish these guys. They suck. And then Megatron just smacks Thrust again because he <laughs> is now the Waspinator. Yes. Why? Why has he got to be the gimp? All the thrust abuse. And he's like, well, I, I appreciate your loyalty. And also you kept the Maxwells occupied. So now I have finalized my plan for the Sparks. His grand design. Yes. And also he is showing up now as a giant yellowish spark. Ooh. Which is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Like, like he's huge. And it, we'll soon find out why he's huge, and it's upsetting. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, the uh, back of back of the Maximal Silverbolt figures, they're all doomed because the uh, Strike and Obsidian fought a thousand wars together and won them all. 
And Primal vows that he won't let Megatron tamper with any more sparks, even though he didn't tamper with those sparks, but still. And that's where our episode ends. It's time, because it it's kind of a to-be-continued, because this is a three-parter, but it's a very loose three-parter. Yeah. It, it's kind of a thematic three-parter, rather than a this-is-three-parts-of-the-same-story three-parter. It's a trilogy. Yes, but it looks like we are finally going to start looking for those friggin' sparks. Yay! Yay. I mean, that's kind of been... He's all, like, determined at the end, but it's like, isn't that what you've been doing? Well, no, they were messing around with the noble slash savage, and then they were messing around with trying to figure out why their grow-up was not actually producing (laughs) the amount of bud that they needed. (laughs) Yeah... And then and so, now, yeah, that is... I, this was what I was saying just briefly previously. Obsidian and Striker won, fought a thousand wars, and won them all. Yeah, what that's... does that mean for Cybertronian history? That's that's a little. I mean, weird because how many wars have the Autobots engaged in against the Decepticons? I mean, that was kind of it. I mean, maybe if you count that as like multiple wars. Yeah, probably, but still a thousand. And also, you know, hostile aliens, maybe the uh, maybe the Quintessons. Yeah, but like, I mean, that seems it seems like they're disconnected from previous conflicts we've seen just because they're not names we've heard before. Yeah, that, that's that's part of the I mean, problem I'm, with them. I'm okay with them being new guys, though. I, I like that they're new guys, but like the scale of that claim. Yes, is just, it's it's the fact they're new guys is good, but that they're saying they're built on a lot of history that we have nothing of is a slight problem? Even a dozen wars kind of raises questions, but a thousand is kind of like implying either a period where Cybertron is under siege or a massive expansionist period in Cybertron colonialism. Look, they, they just like exaggerating. <laughs> I mean, I, I, maybe a thousand battles would have been better. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that would have yeah, worked too. Have. Or maybe... Oh, Maybe they fought a battle against a thousand clones of the Transformer Wars. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. New canon. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh, man. And remember, Wars was an acronym. Oh no. I, I believe it was forget. Wicked Attack Recon Sports Car. You yes. are correct. Oh. Yes. That pulled up the wiki page. <laughs> I know it attack. off the top of my head because I really liked those little cars. However, that is still better than Rev, which stood for, initially, Race Evolution Vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, that sounds uh, like something a car company would actually do. And that's why you need diversity in your hiring practices, so you can have someone at, you know, the the design team to tell you no. It especially didn't help because he had a big eagle on his chest. Yeah. Like a giant fascist eagle. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, God. I just... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, that guy is definitely a Nazi. Yes. <laughs> yes. How did I not get that until... That guy is Fuck. definitely I voting know. for Trump. <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, uh... There is a, and actually, I think in subsequent uh, extended universe type fiction, they have revealed that Strike and Obsidian were, I think, both Autobots and Decepticons? Yeah, that, well, considering Ooh. how they're acting in this episode, that makes sense. Like, whoever's in control of Cybertron, 
they don't care. They're there to protect Cybertron. So them flipping sides kind of makes sense. Like they're they're about the job. They're not about who's in charge. Oh, actually, no, I'm mistaken. They were, in fact, Autobots. Uh, oh. Stryker was a Decepticon in the universe line. But when they showed up in that uh, convention Beast Machine set, they were Autobots. Yeah, that mm. set with the questionable war crimes. <laughs> Haven't read it, but uh, it does not sound good. But anyway, I figure that, uh, you know, if they had won all those wars, they probably wouldn't be Decepticons, because Decepticons usually lose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of struck very, I don't know, maybe this is just fanfic fodder and something I should not bring eh, whatever what say it maybe this is just fanfic fodder but like i'm trying to re-say it in a way that you can edit so it's not horrible mm-hmm. maybe this is just fanfic fodder but i kind of like the idea of tying obsidian and strika to the idea of like a uh, roman dictator where dictator was not the loaded term that it is today of implying a autocrat who seizes power and never releases it and is trying to maintain it but like a figure who is given absolute power in a time of crisis that adopts the mantle, solves the crisis, and then steps down. And I think so, there's something interesting there to write about. Yeah. So maybe, maybe like a less evil Sentinel Prime, kind of. Yeah. 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 Or, you know, one of the various other crummy primes in... Uh, or, or less crummy primes in uh, Autobot history. <laughs> I mean, even Optimus Prime is kind of a dictator in that sense. Yeah. Hmm. Especially if you use his Brazilian name, which is Supremus Absolutus. (laughs) 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 Not even subtle. Yeah, I I really dig uh, Stryka and Obsidian. They are the highlight. And this is a good episode, and they are a highlight of it. And they're a lot of fun. They're great designs. They're great characters. They're... Great performances. I'm looking forward to seeing more of them. And then in two episodes, we've gotten two new female characters. Yes. Yeah. And one of them did get a toy. Yeah. That might uh, be a record for female representation of Transformers. Yeah. And it's a super fun toy, too. Does anybody have one handy? Yes. That's the one. <laughs> I, I still remember finding her for the first time at Walmart and just the whole way up to the checkout just doing that. Oh, right, because it had like a try me thing, didn't it? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little button on it that makes her, her gun sort of pom pom back and forth, and it's it makes a clicky noise, and it's very fun. <laughs> yes, and it works yeah, in it both just modes. Has just the exact tactile feedback. It's It's good. And Obsidian also has a toy, which is, it's fine. It's a little it's, small. I wish it were bigger, yeah. and I also wish it weren't so green. Yeah, it's, well, they're both, well, there, there's a Stricka that's more purplish, but I got the basic silvery one, but yeah, Obsidian's just green. The, the silver one is close enough, but he should be black. It's in the name of the character. Yeah. There is literally weird, no like, other reason for him to be named Obsidian. <laughs> Those weird, like, green, translucent... Theoretically, helicopter blade things. Or am yes. I misremembering? No, no, no. That's correct. He does have those, and they're kind of like it's like it's in motion, sorta. Yeah, spinning. And I guess because looking. it's translucent plastic, and it would probably be a lot more fragile if it was distinct blades. Yeah. 
but, but yeah, they are they are cool, and unlike Botanica, they do both get toys. <laughs> yeah. Yay. So yeah, this this is a fun episode, and as I recall, this is a this is a pretty fun pre three parter. So we've got more stuff to look forward to. Yeah. I will be looking but forward it, to it. Yes. Uh, so until next time, we are all over the internet. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are on Tumblr. And we are hosted by IaconUnderground.net. Uh, we have a Patreon set up to help us take care of web hosting expenses. Uh, that is at patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. And if you'd like to uh, if you'd like to tell us about how much you love Obsidian Striker, write into the Maxim mailbag at stasispodcast at gmail.com. So until next week, when we go looking for Spark War Part 2, The Search, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. watching them. Had a lot of fun doing this. Yeah, had a lot of fun watching. Had a lot of fun talking about them. Yeah, and we've uh, we've only got uh, six episodes left. Yeah. Of Beat Machines.